I think we can agree that life is an adventure. A crazy, ridiculous, exhausting, upside down, hope-filled, and beautiful adventure. Finding our way can be frustrating and even a little confusing, but every step and every stumble brings us a little more clarity to who we are at our deepest core and where this trail of life is leading us. So walk alongside me as we navigate the adventure before us. I'm your host, Jennifer Lynn. So excited to be here with you and to share a little bit. This is probably the most that I will ever share personally about myself in this episode. And so I hope it doesn't scare anyone away. <laughs> I don't think it will, but you never know. And if it does, just let me know why. I'd love to know. So I'm just going to dive right in because this episode, I want to be clear and concise, but I also want to share my heart a little bit. So You may have noticed that the episodes on the podcast have been a little bit more sporadic lately, and I first want to apologize for that because part of that is that I definitely need to plan episodes ahead in case what is happening right now happens again. So long story short, because it is a very long story, and this is the part that I've probably shared on episodes before, and certainly if you know me well, you already know this, but um, I recently have been going through what is called a flare uh, with my autoimmune disease. And so a little backstory on that, about seven years ago, I... um, actually longer than seven years ago, I've had just symptoms up and down of things. And in college, I definitely had noticed some things. I was misdiagnosed six different times. Um, And then finally, my first year of graduate school at Grand Valley State, go Lakers, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune called ulcerative colitis. And so for those of you who don't know what that is, totally fine. Basically, an autoimmune disease means that your body looks... Um, at part of your body looks at your body. (laughs) Your body looks at part of your body as like foreign and attacks it. And so my body looks at my large intestine specifically and attacks it because it doesn't want it to be there. And so that causes a lot of a lot of pain, a lot of discomfort, and a lot of things. Um, I won't go into all the symptoms or anything like that. No worries. But seven years ago, when that diagnosis finally came, I remember being devastated and I was feeling really down um, because this is something that I've been told I'll need to live with for the rest of my life. And hearing words like rest of your life are just, it's a lot, especially as a, how old would I have been then? 23 year old, 22 year old, um, seven years ago. How old am I? I'm 30 now. And as time has gone on, um, I've had ups and downs and flares. I remember some very specific times. One was while I was engaged to my husband, I went through a really, really bad flare. That was probably the worst I've ever had. And it caused um, just a complete disruption of my life. And then I remember uh, another one that I had where um, 
at that point, I was in a career that was working basically 7.30 to 5 or later every single day, and it was a grind. I was seeing patients all day long, and so I ended up getting really sick, and my husband and I prayed about it and decided that the best thing for me to do was to step away. And um, what was really cool in that in that time of my life is that we stepped away unknowingly after a lot of prayer and a lot of discussion, and God provided uh, literally a day after I put my two weeks in, I was offered another position that would allow me a lot more flexibility. And then um, through prayer and through friendship and some other things, I ended up getting the job at Cornerstone Church. And so anyways, um, recently I've been going through a flare and uh, generally when I go through a flare, they put me on steroids, which are no fun if anyone knows about them. Steroids make me feel a little crazy, give me insomnia. I get what they call moon face where my face gets super bloated and my whole body honestly does. Um, and weight gain is really common during this. And so all of that to be said is that it's been a pretty rough last, I would say this has been going on about two to three months. Uh, the steroids failed, unfortunately. And so I am still in a flare. And um, yeah, and it's not just the symptoms. It's not just quality of life even it's the things that it affects so one of the things that being age 30 that Nick and I you know started thinking about more recently was when do we want to start um, having having kids if we're able and that has been a really heartbreaking thing because if you're in a flare and you're not in remission then they highly recommend against having kids uh, for many reasons but high high chance of birth defects and also a very, very high, I think, two-thirds chance of preterm labor, which is really scary. It could become a life-and-death situation. And so um, this autoimmune has really taken away a lot of things. It's been very out of my control. I think that's probably the, the biggest thing that I've had to learn is um, how to live life when it's unpredictable and how to live life and when you have a lot of unwanted circumstances. And along with this autoimmune, I have some other chronic health things. And if you would have asked me five years ago, I would say 10 years ago, actually, if I ever thought at age 30 I would be dealing with so many chronic health problems, I probably would have laughed. I was um, in great shape, I guess, as good of shape as I could have been. I played a college sport, which required a lot of um, conditioning and weightlifting and mental capacity and and just a lot of strength in that way. And I'm really grateful for that season. I'm really grateful that God blessed me with um, gifts to be able to play that. But if you would have asked me this, I never, ever would have thought my life would be like this um, from a health standpoint in 2021. Um, Grateful that I never got COVID during this. I uh, recently, I became fully vaccinated, and we don't need to talk about that. I know everybody's all over the board on whether to get vaccinated or not, and I respect both sides completely, but hopefully getting fully vaccinated means I won't get it. We'll keep our fingers crossed. But I wanted to share that not only because, yes, the episodes have been a little bit more sporadic, and yeah, that's totally on me. So I'm sorry, listeners, sweet listeners, I love you, um, but also because I wanted to share a little bit of my heart so people can have a better understanding of, of you know, yeah, my life's not perfect. I've gone through some, some things in my life. This is just one example of the many things. But um, because of these trials, you know, I have had to find different ways to cope. I've had to 
learn, you know, what really helps me during these seasons, especially. And I wanted to share those with you today. Um, and so the first one that really has helped me get through is, is honestly my understanding of who God is. I may have shared this in episodes before, but it honestly is the one thing that really, really helps me hold firm to my faith because there are seasons and there are times and days and minutes and hours where I am like, why God? And I'm mad and I'm like, this is not fair. I don't want this in my life. Why have you not healed me? I ask, I ask and I, I, you know, beg God to take away this disease from me. Um, that hasn't happened yet. And so I, I need to bring myself back to a place of realizing, like, who is God? And I know when I think about God's intent, which was creating perfect unity between us and with him, um, as we see in the book of Genesis when the world was created perfectly, like, God's intention was not that we would have autoimmune diseases. Um, God's intention was not that we would have painful um, lives or uncomfortable days or whatever that may be, you know, God's intention was that one, we would live in perfect unity with God Two, that things would be, you know, we would be living in perfect harmony with one another and with God and, and healthy and thriving. I mean, I think that we may laugh at this, but honestly, Adam and Eve, like being naked in the Bible, like that is a big deal. There was no shame. There was just such, it's just such a beautiful picture for me. And I really hold on to that. And I think that's why I'm drawn to nature so much, which is also part of like, what's really helped me with healing is being in nature and just like remembering God, the, God is a creator. Um, is something I really hold on to because that leads me to remembering like God created me and because God created me, I'm good. And I'm made in the image of God, um, which is something that is really, really important for me to hold on to because Although there are parts of my body that are failing me, like I am still good because simply because God created me. I think about um, who God is as not only a creator, but also as someone who empathizes. And we see this time and time again in the Bible. And the biggest story I really think of is when Jesus goes and I believe it's in John. I should check that before I just throw these things out. Um, yes. Okay. It's in John 11. And Jesus's friend, Lazarus, dies. You may know the story. And he goes and he he went to the place where Martha was, and I believe Mary was there too. But he, there's a little verse, and it's, I think, verse like 30 something, 35, I believe. And it says, then Jesus wept. And I just love that verse for multiple reasons. One, because it just shows us that God empathizes like Jesus was human. Jesus was in flesh. He went through the emotions that we also go through. But it also just shows like when we are when we are sad, when we are weeping, when we are grieving, like God is right there grieving with us. And I just I love knowing like God is a friend is another characteristic that is so powerful to me um, and something that I've really held on to like I don't think that God, as I said earlier, like God's intention was not to give me an autoimmune disease. Like I did not get this from God. Um, I got this because there was a, a fall of the world and that sin entered. And I would love to have a whole episode on that. And I actually am, am thinking of asking a friend of mine to come on and talk about that because I think it's just such a good topic to talk about, um, like why bad things happen. Um, but that's too long of an episode for me to share my share my heart and <laughs> go into that topic. And so... Just remembering, like, this wasn't from God again. 
Um, another thing that has really helped me is community. Uh, if you know if you know me well, you know that friendship and community is something that I hold very strongly to. Um, I feel like this is such a such a cliche moment, but I just want to say thank you to those of you that are listening that know me and know have walked through these seasons with me. And honestly, I probably didn't thank a lot of people throughout my life for for walking alongside me with other things too. But I'm just so grateful. Um, one area of my life that God has always provided is just amazing humans to be with me in my circle and lift me up and pray for me. And one of the main things that I want to say, and I think is really, really important, especially for Christians, is that there are some harmful things that we can say to people. And I say we because I've done the same thing. Um, But sometimes what a friend needs is simply for someone to be there with them. Just show up. Um, They just need someone to stand by their side. They don't need someone to, you know, constantly be giving advice. And I personally have experienced friends and strangers both um, who are Christians who have shared some things with me when I've shared my story. And some of those have been really harmful. And I, I want to talk about that a little bit. So I'm going to share some of the things that have been said to me. And you've probably heard these too. Maybe you've even said them. I know I have. I'm guilty of it. Um, but one I heard was, you know, God knew that you were strong enough to handle this. And so God, God gave you this autoimmune disease so that you could share your testimony with others who are struggling. And although, yes, God has worked through this and help me connect. I don't think, again, like God did not give this to me intentionally. Um, This is a result of a broken world that has disease and has illness. And again, these are these are my I want to say this too, like (laughs) disclaimer, this is my view. This is how I view God. This is my theology. Um, I will talk about the theology, like I said, in a in a future episode. But Um, Another one is just like everything happens for a reason. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with some of these things of what people say there. I I understand the intent and the heart from people is to comfort, but there is harm when it when it doesn't allow a person to feel an emotion and doesn't allow them to sit in a place of whether that's anger or even denial or sadness. It's very, very healthy for a person to feel an emotion. And I think we need to remember that. Like, again, we are created in the image of God and Jesus wept. Jesus felt emotion. Um, I think about recently we just had Easter and something that really just was so evident to me on Good Friday was how many people were so uncomfortable to just sit in the grief and the sadness that Good Friday can bring and immediately were like, Sunday is coming. But we know the end of the story. But Sunday is coming. Like Jesus knew the end of the story. But yet we see on the night before his death, he goes to God and he is saying, God, take this cup from me. It doesn't get more real than than when the Bible says that Jesus was sweating blood um, when he was having this conversation with God. And I, I just think like what a beautiful moment. And tragic all at the same time, but beautiful moment where God is just being real and Jesus is just, I should say, Jesus is being real to God and just 
take this away from me. I don't want this because I have been in that place. Now, certainly I did not die for the sins of the world, but I have been in the place where I'm like, God, take this away from me. I don't want this. I don't want this in my life. Um, and so, yeah, um, another one I've heard is it could be worse. Yeah, it probably could, but my feelings are still valid and your feelings are valid. Whatever you're going through, like how you feel about that is a valid feeling. Um, so just remember that. Look at the positive I've been told. And and I think one thing, and my friend Rachel Langer, for any of you that know her, she talks about this a lot in her story of grief, but she shares often, and we talk about this frequently, we talked about it today, how so many emotions can coexist at the same time. And our heart has the capacity to hold those things. It has the capacity to hold on to pain and peace and joy and grief and like good memories. So there's just our hearts. We were created in a way that we can hold on to multiple emotions at the same time. And so I do think it's harmful when a person is feeling pain and another person comes in and says, yeah, you just need to be positive. If you would just be positive. And I just, I think that's a really harmful thing to do for multiple reasons. One, again, we are created with emotions. We we need to feel them. Two, because honestly, emotions and grieving and pain and anger and all of that are a part of healing. I mean, if you look from like a psychology standpoint, they are all a part of healing. I was a psych mind in college, so I'm not an expert on this. Uh, but yeah, you get, well, you get what I'm saying. Um, another thing I've heard is that if I would just have enough faith, I wouldn't be sick anymore. And I honestly, like, it's so hard for me to even say that one because that is such a hurtful thing to say, to tell someone that their faith doesn't measure up to healing, um, that it's because of me. It's my fault. Um, I've been told that, honestly, multiple times. I've been told if I would just give it to God, it would go away. I've been told that if I would just trust God, um, I've been told, you know, maybe there's a sin of your past that you haven't confessed. And so that's what's keeping you from healing. I think these are all really, really harmful things to say, um, to a person. It, it would make, it has made me question who I am. It's made me question my faith. It used to, it doesn't anymore. It's made me, um, feel a lot of shame, a lot of shame and guilt around, oh man, this is my fault. Like I just don't trust God or I'm I'm too filthy of a sinner to receive healing. So these are just like a few examples of the things that I've been told in the last seven years of my life. And so I hope you're getting the idea. I've, these are real stories. I didn't make any of those up. Um, but a lot of them really diminished, you know, how my value and my worth and like feeling like my feelings mattered and that they were valid. Um, so just really important to think about those things. And I encourage anyone, if you're walking through whatever it is with a person, whether they're sick or grieving or, um, you know, even like something like losing a person, like a person losing their job, whatever that may be, I have now learned that I can show up in multiple ways and I can ask that person, how can I best show up for you? And that's an okay question. It's a great question. Um, so just really be cognizant of what we say to people. And this is just things that I've experienced. I've had friends who've gone through a lot of things too. And the things that have been said to them during 
grief have really astounded me. And so as Christians, we can do better. <laughs> I really do. And honestly, as, as if you're not Christian, you're listening to this, I think we all can do better in this. Um, and we can show up for people better. And honestly, again, this point was just that like surrounding yourself with people and setting boundaries um, with people. Like if I I've had people in the past who who would continually say things like this. I've set boundaries with those people um, who you're allowing into your circle and also finding people who, again, just show up, but also give you grace during seasons. I know for me, when I'm going through this, um, like going through flares, I can often become on edge a little bit. I can often and I'm I'm not saying I treat people like crap and that that's okay. I'm not doing that. But, um, you know, give me a little grace if I am unable to show up and like go to hang out. Um, I know I'm exhausted a lot. (laughs) I often will, during flares, have things happen that I don't see coming essentially. And it's just important to surround yourself with people who love you and grieve you or grieve with you and see what you're going through as something they can walk alongside of you with rather than something that's only happening to you and is affecting them. I hope that makes sense. And then the last thing that's really helped me through that I just want to share is keeping a good spiritual rhythm. Um, I just noticed in in seasons that I get angry with God or (laughs) I'm questioning why this is happening again that I need to really just stick with my spiritual rhythms. And for me, that is like getting in the Bible. And what's been so cool in my life is to see the way that God has showed up when I stick to the spiritual rhythms. I remember reading one time, I was having a really rough morning. I was, my body hurt. I wasn't feeling good. I was angry that I was going through another flare. I was angry because having kids is something I... I do desire. And so I just was having a morning, essentially. (laughs) I even had had my coffee at that point. But I remember going to the Bible and I don't have the verse in front of me or anything like that. But I just remember it saying basically that in our bodies, we have hope. Something along those lines. And I, I would love to quote it directly. So I am sorry. But I remember just thinking, oh my goodness, like, although my physical body feels like it's deteriorating and it isn't I don't feel well. I still have like a confident hope. One, I do believe that I will receive healing. I I truly do um, here on this earth. But I also know that if I don't, like God can give me fruits of the spirit. Like supernatural peace is something I I have experienced. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, In some really, really tough seasons of my life, God has really showed up and I've just experienced, and I I hate the word supernatural because I feel like it gives people like, that is super weird, like this isn't Harry Potter, but that is how I would explain it because there is no other way I would have gotten this piece if it wasn't from God. And so that's what the hope for me is like, the way that we can have hope and peace and joy in the midst of some really, really tough times. And again, it doesn't diminish from, yeah, it still sucks (laughs) and it's okay to not be okay. But again, you can have all these emotions coexist. And I think that's really important. So those are just a few things I wanted to share. This is kind of a shorter episode and I just think it's a really important topic and I wanted to just share my heart a little bit and share um, 
why this season hasn't been as fluid as I would hope it would be. And I, I'm going to get better at that. I'm going to get ahead. Um, I've got some amazing guests on the list that I am planning and have some dates on the calendar. So don't, don't get me wrong. I should probably do like an episode on organizing and planning your podcast life, but it's fine. We're fine. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening. And I'm so grateful for all of you that show up and listen and reach out to me and tell me, you know, what your takeaways were and um, some of the things that really intrigued you or like hit you on your heart. And so thank you so much for that. And I say this every single episode, but it is honestly so helpful when you share on social media, tell your friends about it, um, share my posts onto your story, anything like that. It's so helpful to get the word out about the podcast. And I know I've said this before, it's not about me. It's about getting the word out about Jesus. It's about helping um, create a community. And that has been something really, really cool to see are people that I don't even know listening to the podcast and reaching out to me and telling me what resonated. It is so cool. Um, We are all walking this life together. It's messy. It's dirty. But when we do it together, it is honestly better. And that was super cheesy and super cliche. So on that note, um, I'm going to check off and hope y'all have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.